Hi! Hi. <laughs> Hi everyone! Today we're talking about dating. Uh. <laughs> um, ugh. You know, is it worse in South Florida? <laughs> I feel like it must. I feel like it is worse in South Florida. I'd like to call a therapist in New York and see if like their right. clients are saying the same thing because yeah. all my clients that have ever been transplanted, they're like, Florida's the worst, but they didn't meet anybody in New York either right. or Boston or wherever. You know what I mean? Right. So it's interesting. I don't know if we're the worst, but I'm sure that I, we. it is different down here. It's definitely. different in this day and age. Yes. You know, I feel like when I was in school, when I was in college, like it was so much easier to date because men actually had to look at you in the face, <laughs> you know, yep. than um, now yep. where everyone's, everything's online, everything's dealing with social media. And yep. this topic actually came up because someone hit us up and said, can you talk about dating? Mm -hmm. This one was 32 years old. She says, I'm not really on social media. Like, how do I meet men? Yeah. You know, I was talking to a friend the other day. She's, um, in her like late forties mm -hmm. and she is a beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. And she said, no one even asks me out. Yeah. Cause I don't, if they're buried in their phone, I mean, think about it. I remember meeting people. I'm a flirt. I got my first boyfriend Ooh, in she's fourth grade. I'm going to tell myself. <laughs> I got my first boyfriend well, she's in fourth grade. She's happily married now. We have yeah. to say that. Yes. But I got my first boyfriend in fourth grade because I was bored in class. And so I was doing this. I was looking across at people and going, and winking. I right? love it. It's crazy. I was Wait, 10 years in this old. shirt. <laughs> right? And I did not look at all like this. Right. So I needed all the help I could get. Mm -hmm. And um, I have natural curls. So I had an afro. Mm -hmm. And I was smiling and winking. And this kid across the way, Chris, I won't, I won't tell his last name. But he, he saw me and he was like a shy kid. And he wrote, will you go with me? Yes or no? no. And he or sent me the note. Like, and I, I had to, and I checked yes, yes and sent it back. And that was my first boyfriend. I love it. We went on a little hayride together. I remember all the details. But it's very, very, it's very funny. My point being, I got his attention because I was making eye contact. I was smiling. We were flirting back and forth. He didn't have his face buried in a phone. It is kind of hard when you're out in the world. I mean, I think that's rule number one. How do I meet somebody? You do have to put yourself out there. You do have to make eye contact. You do have to have body posture that's leaning in, that's saying, I'm interested, smiling when you make eye contact. Mm -hmm. But there's a chance that the person's literally looking at their phone. You know, I was walking the other day and noticing how many people were just walking down the street yeah. on their phone. Yeah. Like, people are not conscious right now. They're not... Yeah looking and 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 you might be this person too i mean you might be the one that's not really paying attention yeah. i think you really have to get off your phone when you're in the grocery store yeah. i think you have to get off your phone when you're you know out doing your hobbies or whatever you're doing i think you really need to be more present, present. i think that will help yeah when you're at the dog park you can be with your dog running and be on your phone or you can be talking to the person next to you right smiling making eye contact talking what kind of dog is that engaging with people I mean it really is true you can be completely disconnected and shut down 24 7 you know I think the interesting thing is is you don't want that guy that's only gonna be dating people in their phone you don't want that guy right. you want the quality guy that's 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 going or to the be... guy who's more like you because if you're right. a 32 year old who's saying I don't want to do it online I don't want to be buried in my phone I right. don't want to be on social media at least you want your likeness right exactly yeah. Um, the other thing that I think is really interesting and, and I think, you know, this is probably goes without saying, but you, you really have to put yourself out there. I mean, mm -hmm. go to places and start doing things right. that you enjoy that you normally wouldn't.
shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. I think we have a lot of fear um, that we're afraid to do new things or try new things. But um, I think you would be surprised once you start to do things, you you will meet other like-minded people. And I think that's the key is finding someone who shares your values, your your hobbies, mm-hmm. um, someone that, that really wants to do the same things that you want to do. Well, I have a couple of recommendations that I've been making to clients. Paddleboarding club, that it's so beautiful right now. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So if you have any interest in the water at all, there's a lot of people in that organization and they do a lot of stuff. So if you can get into that, um, dance classes. Oh. You know, yeah, people do do dance classes as couples, mm-hmm. but everyone has friends. I mean, I'm so grateful I met my husband through a friend, right? Mm-hmm. So I told all my friends, if you know of anybody, I don't want to pick for myself anymore, pick for me. Mm-hmm. So even if you're meeting more people at the dance place and they're all your age and they have friends and maybe they bring their single over, oh, I should bring so-and-so. I didn't realize there would be somebody here for him to dance with. Mm-hmm. So it, everything is a connection, but get doing what you love, then you get to meet somebody who's doing what you love yeah right so that's a great way any sort of like exercise groups like um you know the with me I do yoga (laughs) there's not a lot of guys in yoga (laughs) but um but what I found is a like-minded community a lot of people who really think like me and um and it really kind of opens your world to 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 meeting different people and Mm -hmm. it might not be that the guy you you're eventually going to date is going to be in your yoga class, but maybe his sister is, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that yeah. once we start to open ourselves to new possibilities, you will start to see, you know, and I, I really caution young women nowadays to, to, to rely on the bar scene. Oh. And, and I think no matter what age you shouldn't rely on the bar scene because you're dealing with a totally different deal. Mm-hmm. I think when you're, when you're meeting people at the bar scene, well, like-minded people. Right. So maybe you're there once a week, but they're there every week. And you know, a lot of times, not always, I mean, gosh, I've met people in bars, but mm-hmm. definitely, um, alcohol is, you know, like people, there's some people that are in the bar all the The time time. and then that you meet them in a bar and then it turns out that they have a problem with alcohol. So that not always, obviously, but that can come up too. Um, and then also we, most of us phase out of that. So that, that only covers maybe people in their twenties. But I mean, if you're the guy at the bar at 45, you feel like the creepy guy. Right. So it's not really an option for a lot of people, but really, um, eye contact, smiling, flirting, you know, talk to your friends about how you show up. I think that's a really great tool. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how I showed up. My mom is a therapist and she sat me down one day and said, you're leading the wrong way. Really? Yeah, because I was leading, even when I was in my 20s and I was, you know, attractive and had good things going on, but I was leading with the like, I don't need a guy. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm independent. I'm independent. Right. And she's like, who are you attracting with that? Right. So she really talked to me about going in and leading with the kind of, you know, could you help me open this type thing? Or, yeah. you know, letting someone open the door. You know, right. like she helped encourage me to show a different side of myself. So have your friends highlight, how do you show up? What side of yourself are you showing? We have many sides. I have a very independent side, but I also have a side that's like, Please open my door. And I feel like in this day and age, a lot of people um, have a lot of fear of strangers and talking to people, Mm -hmm. which I did. I grew up in a very small town, so I will talk to anybody. (laughs) No one's (laughs) a stranger. I notice a lot of women who are very personable and nice and kind people kind of get that bitch factor going when they're when they when someone's trying to talk to them, or and that's just. 
You know, if if you're doing that, you're not going to connect with someone. Right? Or yeah. the right person. What? <laughs> it's yeah. 2 o'clock. <laughs> right. right? Right? So, yeah, it's right. definitely... Or if you're in the grocery store and you're trying to open a door and someone's trying to help you and you're I just... I got it. Yeah, I got it. Or, you know, really... You could, that's where you can start those conversations. Yeah. What, how do you feel about online dating? I mean, do you think it's... You know, I, I have to say I see a ton of people mm-hmm. meeting people. I mean, I think anything is a venue of connection. It's mm-hmm. just like, I mean, even those stupid shows, The Bachelor, you still have 30 people there. So, right. duh, one of them might be compatible. You right. know what I mean? So anytime you add numbers, it's a numbers game. So anytime you add an opportunity to have look at a thousand people there's a chance you're going to meet somebody that you connect with. I, one of my, well, my, one of my dearest friends, um, met her husband online and she, he was friends with Brian and that's how I met Brian. So I'm like, Oh, I can never bash online and they have a great marriage and they're a great couple and there's nothing wrong with either one of them. So I think anything that we would participate in means there's other people that are great that are going to participate in it. So I hate when people say, well, I would never want to do that because you know, they're crazy, but you're thinking of doing it. You're not crazy. Right. You know, my girlfriend um, met the guy that she's with online on a dating site. and But but she went through a lot of different people before she found this guy. Be discriminant. And, yes. Right. And it's a numbers game. But I will tell you, here's the interesting thing. We, you know, as women, a lot of times think, and as men too, we automatically think we have to have this instant chemistry or this instant connection. And the other thing that you may be doing is cutting off the people that really can be good for you and that you could have a long-term relationship with, but you're cutting them off too quickly. And I know that my girlfriend was doing that. You know, if she didn't have an instant chemistry, it's like, okay, I don't want to see him again. But she made a new rule. She made a new rule that she was going to give each guy, someone that she really felt like they had a lot in common, she was going to give those guys at least three chances. Nice. And so after three chances, if she did not feel that connection, then then she wasn't going to go out with them anymore. Yep. But this one guy that that she's with to this day, and they are madly in love... Um, was not the instant connection guy. Yeah. You know, it was after the third date that she really was like, I like this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and she wasn't even going to go on the second one. So I think you also have to realize that maybe, um, you know, take a step back. And if you really do have a lot in common with someone, I mean, not, I'm not talking about give some guy a second date right. that you really know you have nothing in common. Yeah. This is going nowhere. But someone right. that maybe you do have a lot in common in, but you're not feeling that instant chemistry that give them a little bit of time that maybe, you know, you can build on that. I, well, Brian was not the instant, the instant connection. Chemistry. And yeah. he's not the person I ever would have chosen for myself. Right. I just wouldn't have gone for his type mm-hmm. per se, but it, it, it obviously eight years later, I mean, he's, I'm nuts about him. Yeah. So I definitely love that. I love the three date rule. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a little side note, if you are that crazy for somebody on the first date, danger man yeah. <laughs> danger because there's all kinds of fun little expressions that sometimes people say like begins fast ends fast, fast. a lot mm-hmm. of times that's the neurotic part of us that yeah. like goes crazy mm-hmm. and has so much chemistry that sometimes the high is so high and the low is so, so low yeah so you, you almost want that middle ground yeah you have to be really careful about that guy that you like yeah right yeah yeah very or a woman careful. very <laughs> we're careful. talking to both men and women yeah. so very careful mm-hmm. yeah 
All right, any other advice that we can give to our 32-year-old self? Oh, gosh, I was married self. I was married at 32. I mean, I got married at 27 and I I would even say that it was um that I got married too young, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, 27 doesn't sound really young, but I was such a different I can't say I got married too young, but I, I'm a very different person at, now at 44 than I was at 27. Very, yeah. No, I, I got married at 26, I think, and, mm -hmm. and I would say that definitely I didn't know anything about anything. Right. <laughs> we well, and we we're going to look lot. back at ourselves at 44 and say, like, we didn't oh know anything. Oh, my gosh. Why were we giving advice? <laughs> That's Awful. Right. That's right. No. Well, yeah, this one's a tough one. I think it's just about putting yourself out there. Yeah. There's a book. I want to I wanna say this the right way. How to Stop Being Yourself, I think that's what it's called, but it's basically about changing patterns and habits. Google that, I'm gonna to try to see if that's the name of it and we can post it on our site, I'll, I'll put the right thing. But I'm hearing lots of great feedback from people about how powerful the book is. It's helping them change their patterns, but it's also helping them change you know, these old tried but true patterns that are getting them nowhere. You know, so how to change the habit of being yourself is, I think, the name of the book. Yeah, and I'm looking this up really quick because my girlfriend, who I was just telling you about, she also um, read this book right before she found yep. her, um, um, and I think it's Why Men Love Bitches. Does that sound yep. right? that's the name of it. Why, <laughs> Why Men, Men Love Bitches. Yes. And I know that sounds like it's not about being a bitch when you first meet someone, which is the which is what we talked about not doing. Right. But it talks about how once you start to, to be in a relationship with someone, how to navigate that. Mm -hmm. And because um, she said, I was very clingy. And, and it men in the beginning, like and that. men did not like that. So yeah. um, that might be a good book if you, you know, find that you're in relationships with, with men that don't want to be in a relationship with you anymore. And uh, that might be a good a good read for you. Why men love bitches? Yeah, that's a, that's a famous <laughs> tried and true one. Yeah, yeah, because it's about being overly available. And I think right. what men in the beginning, men get scared that you are going to suffocate them to death right. and smother them to death. And most of us women, we we're not, but we're so excited, right? And we're so overly enthusiastic that it they get misinterpret that we're going to suffocate mm -hmm. them. And so the book will teach you how to get through that phase. I mean, I had to do it with Brian because he gave me all the tips in the beginning that, oh, this girl was great, this girl was great, but then she stu you know, suffocated me to death and right. she gave me a rule book and she did this and I'm like taking notes going, okay, right. this guy's going to need a lot of space in the beginning. Right. But as soon as I was able to give that, once he realized that I'm not that girl, mm -hmm. but you don't look like that girl when you're excited, you look like the smothering girl, even if after a year you're back to work you're back to your kids you're back to your life and you're not that girl at all right. even those of us that aren't that girl look like that girl in the beginning and so they're scared so you have to kind of I don't want to say fake it but you have to you know really show them restrain. I have my own life restraint yeah restrain yeah. show them you have their your own life yeah. and that you're busy and you're doing and you're full of you know you've got a lot going on and then they're like oh okay she just wants to spend time with me right so it's this delicate dance yeah no small feet yeah and don't forget to talk to your friends and let them know that mm -hmm. you're you're interested and let them know yes. if they hear of anyone and to, to set you up so I think those are you know you just have to put yourself out there you know mm -hmm. no matter what you're doing no matter what kind of change you're trying to make in your life you have to let other people Although people, you will be surprised how much people will help you once you open up the possibility. And I would also say, we talked about this in our last episode, about making that vision board. I mean, if this is something that you really want in your life, if a, if a relationship is really important right. to you, 
you know, make that vision Relationship board. Relationship really, vision board, yeah. Really put it out there that, you know, this is important to you and write down the qualities that you're looking yeah. for in someone, you know, really to, you know, journal about it and say, you know, this is what I want. And you will be surprised at how eventually that person will show up and have some patience. I know it's hard at 32 because at 32 you're thinking, I just want to start in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I want to have children or whatever it is, you know. So. Right. And it's kind of like now I have to leave you with a complete conflictual advice because this is it's what's the caveat that everyone says when you stop looking that's when you find right so if you can just spend a lot of time investing in all the things you love about your life like joining the paddleboard club because you love paddleboarding and running and going to the gym and mm -hmm. doing like fill your life with what you love and you'd be surprised how someone will show up in one of those areas right. because you're not looking you're kind of letting it go letting so go. do your vision board but then, then let, let it go. go. Right. <laughs> Hold on tight. And then, then let, let it go. go. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We say that with so much in life, but it really does work. It's yeah. hard. We know it's yeah. hard. But if you can just put it out there and then let it go, you will be surprised at how many things come back to you. Yeah. Trust. Trust. All right. If you have any questions or comments, you can leave them on the um, bottom of the video. Um, like our page, like our videos, share our videos. That is the yes. highest compliment you can give us. And if you have any show topics, please leave them or send us a message. We'd love to tackle any issues that you're having. All right. Good luck. Happy hunting. Yes. <laughs> but don't hunt. Yes. <laughs> All right. Have a good day, everyone. Mm -hmm.